The Chicago Bulls comeback attempt uh, falls short despite a big fourth quarter and second half from both Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic. The Bulls drop a game uh, to the Boston Celtics, who have now won their third straight, ending the Chicago Bulls' three-game winning streak. Um, and so we're going to talk about it. They also lose DeMar DeRozan in this game. How serious is that injury? We're going to talk about it all right after our intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Uh, yeah, this is this is just a weird game. Um, uh, the Bulls having a nice comeback attempt down the stretch, even though they end up losing by eight. Um, it seemed like the Bulls were gaining some momentum. Zach Levine was hitting big shots. He was 10 of 24 for the for the game uh, for 27 points, but they just fall short, did not have enough. Um, this was, this was a, a fun game overall. The Boston Celtics led throughout. Um, you know, they played much more consistent defense throughout the whole game. The Bulls did show some heart and some stuff down the stretch of this game, tightening up the defense. They ended up losing DeMar in the second half of this game as well. Uh, he uh, went down, initially staying in the game, then it looks like they called him back. They made the decision he was not going to come back uh, today in this game, so DeMar finishes with 13 points on 23 minutes. But Zach Levine, to his credit, he really did put the team on his back. He didn't shy away from it. Uh, he tried to lead this team in a comeback attempt. We do fall short. Uh, we didn't get big contributions from really anyone outside the big three. Uh, other players had their moments in the game, but this was a very inconsistent game from just about everybody um, on the court tonight. That's that's big three included. We're kind of inconsistent at points um, in this game. And, you know, that really came back to hurt the Bulls. Uh, bad bad three-point shooting. They were 12 of 35 from the field. That's not going to get it done. They end up having only seven, seven turnovers in the game, which you guys know I've been calling for this team to keep the turnovers in single digits. Um, so even though despite that, they didn't win. They get out-rebounded in this game um, by eight points. And then there was a large free throw discrepancy. Um, the Boston Celtics shot... 21 free throws in this game to the Chicago Bulls, 14 free throws. And I'm not saying that to say ref conspiracy. I do think that they're, you guys know, I do think refs are point shaving, but the Bulls didn't really do anything to really get a control of this game. They started to do some things and, the, you know, they they looked very good in moments there and even looking like they, they could have took the lead back. But the Boston Celtics just played a better game uh, throughout the game. Like I said, really, that defensive intensity was consistent for them throughout this whole game. And the Bulls just did not have enough. And then when DeMar went down, um, it, you really had that feeling that, all right, how is this game going to go? And, you know, like I said, uh, Zach and, and Vooch really did step up big to lead that team. Um, all the other players on the team were kind of out of rhythm. Uh, so I think if that was different, we may be talking about a different outcome with this game. But it is what it is. You can't win them all. Yes, it would have been nice for the Bulls to get to continue that win streak uh, to 4-0. and But we can't win them all in this stretch. And I think me and Pat both picked this as a loss um, against the Boston Celtics tonight. Um, but, you know, it kind of is what it is, man. The Bulls have a couple more games left. Um, three more games left until that January 15th uh, game against um, the Golden State Warriors, and then they get four days off, and they travel to Paris to face uh, the Pistons, and they get another four days off. A lot of games this week. So we've got three more games for the remaining of this week. Uh, basically, they play every other day. So you guys are going to be seeing my face a lot. But let's go ahead and go to the chat. Let's see how you guys are feeling. Great heart by the Bulls, but hey, you win some, you lose some. That's from Shea. Completely agree with you. Malachi's in the building. He says the heart. Um, yes, I love it. Yeah, I'm glad that they played with, with that heart down the stretch of the game. Alex Lores says, just hope DeMar is okay. Yeah, let's hope that it's not anything that's going to be lingering or going on long uh, for DeMar because we know 
what we need from him. Um, and, you know, despite some of the issues that me and other people have with some of his play sometimes, this Bulls team does need him. He's a big part of what we do. And if we don't have him, um, you know, we're going to see need to see more performances like this from Zach, I guess, right, down the stretch of this game. He's going to have to step up big time. Uh, MC season, my little brother says, I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad per se. I just wish they would have played defense a little bit better. Um, but it is what it is, man. Wish Zach uh, took a better shot for that time. And yeah, yeah. And that's that basketball IQ stuff with Zach. Um, you know, that's not to excuse it. That's just to identify it. And, you know, Zach, I will say this. He showed the heart. And I hope that that basketball IQ portion of that, that sometimes holds him back when he tries to do some things, it, it continues to grow. But, man, it is what it is, man. Malachi says, fuck these refs. The ref, the fish agent has been so weird. Uh, that one hurt, but I can appreciate the effort to end the game. Exactly. You can't win them. You're not going to win all of them. So you got uh, to love the fight, though. Yes, the fight was definitely big in this game, and it was good to see our team play with that. This, keep in mind, number one team in the Eastern Conference. So it's not like we were playing any scrubs there. It would be different if we had this level of performance against, like, in Detroit or something like that. Like, this team came out and played um, and gave some heart, especially in that second half after not really having a lot of it in the first half. So. Jacob said, Levine did all he could do. Tough L. Hey, that's what it is. Alex Larez, uh couldn't expect to beat the top three team consistently like this, so I'm not mad. Exactly. Happy. You're going to lose some in it, right? I can understand how the officiating continues to trend. I can't understand how the officiating uh, continues to trend downward. That's from Chi-Town Baller. Hey, listen. And the NBA, I mean, as long as there's no recourse for it, right? The NBA has no punishment. I saw somebody posted a meme. I can't remember what league it was in, uh, but it was a foreign league where, like, if the refs, a ref missed a call and he got suspended for two weeks, and it's like, why don't we have that type of accountability here? They'll never do something to that extreme, but I do think there does need to be some accountability. Boston versus Chicago in the playoffs. I would love that series. I would love it even more if, if we can get a, a healthy Lonzo ball by then. I respect it. Played great defense. Lucky game winner. Uh, got work on closing on uh, defensive rebounds. Yeah, this team has to has to rebound the ball better. Um, it felt Boston Celtics only had nine offensive rebounds in this game, which like four of those were on one possession, but it felt like they had like 26 of them. It really did. It felt like Boston Celtics got so many offensive rebounds, man. Um, I'm all for Zach Levine doing what he needs to, uh, but you have to know when when to pass it. And I feel like that last shot that he took when the game was by two should have went to Vucevic. I, I would have to go back and watch it. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, you're probably right. So uh, it was the second chance rebounding, killing us and bad late game decision defense wise. Other than that, uh, felt like we we good. Yeah, I mean, listen, th this is the team played good, especially down the stretch. So. The effort you can't be mad at. We can be mad at the lack of effort at the beginning. They kind of got us in that situation. But especially after DeMar went down, for them to play the way they did and fight back the way they did, hey, that's some serious heart. Sorry to say this, but if DeMar's going to miss a lot of games due to injury, he probably won't make playoffs unless Vooch and Zach step up. But we, let, we don't know he's going to be missing any time. DeRozan gave me, uh, well, they said it's his quad. So doesn't seem to be a knee. And let's hope that it's not anything serious. But the fact that it was a non-contact injury, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something serious. I don't think it is, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was, if that makes sense. So, hey, man, the refs, man, but the heart. Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. Hey, he's my man, tough loss, but wanted to point out something. The Boston announcers were saying Zach is considered the face of the franchise. Uh, the other thought it was DeMar. What's your take? Well, you know what I, my take is. You, DeMar is not is, – you can make an argument that he's the best player, but he's not what this team is built around or building towards – 
But you can't do that with a player that is at the age he is and not under a long-term contract and isn't a generational talent. So as of right now, it's Zach Levine, I feel like. But we all know what DeMar means to this team. Not mad, just the rebounds. Yeah, we got to find a way to rebound the ball better. That's just that's just inexcusable. The way that the the way that the Boston's like I said, the, the, to see they only got nine offensive rebounds feels weird because it really it's feeling watching this game it just felt like they got like twenty five offensive rebounds against the Chicago Bulls. We got to tighten that up, man. Definitely got to tighten it up. Thought it was going to be a non contact injury that was going to piss me off. A strain. I <laughs> good game. What's going on, Levine? Uh, great game. Levine was guarding Tatum. The work ethic. Williams is a good shooter. He just can't rebound, can't defend well. Worst defender on the nope, that's just wrong. I'm sorry. That's just wrong. And it like it's it, you it's amazing how you start off something and say something wrong all the time. Patrick Williams isn't a good defender. Like, do you watch off ball defense? Do you want no understand the fact that I don't know if you're looking at positionally, he doesn't always guard the man that plays the same position. To say that Patrick Williams is the can't defend well and the worst defender on the field. You're tripping on that one. Sorry, you, you're you're tripping on that one. Can't can't run with that one at all. Fuck Milwaukee. I want Bulls to face Boston first round. Let's knock them hoes out early. Listen, I ain't even like we got to as of right now. We're going to be a playing team. We got to make it out the playing tournament. Demar would have hit that mid range when we were down two on the last possession. Could have been. You know, you never know. Levine didn't have to take the last three seconds. I thought it would have been better to take a quick two. I still applaud the Bulls' resilience. I'll take that loss. Also, hoping DeMar DeRozan is okay. Let's hope so. Because if he's not okay, that's going to completely change the outlook of this team. According to Casey Johnson, DeMar might play against D.C. I, I, like I said, I, di I didn't think it was a major injury, but you do always have that fear when it's non-contact. I'm not mad about this loss at all. Like Stacey said, these tough teams don't want to see us. Uh, we was without our best player, GG, though, Celtics, y'all escape. Listen, man, we're we going we to see. We'll see him again. We'll see him again. Adam needs to chill with hyping up opposing teams' players. Oh, man. I And he's from Chicago, too, right? That's what's crazy about it. Chi-Town Baller says, uh, proud of them tonight, hung around all game long. Yeah, right? D very easily could have been blown out in other games like this. Uh, we're just better than your sorry-ass Bulls, Robert. Oh. And that's all, you know, the insecurity of people to go to another team's chat when their team went, oh, you, we won it, yeah, and we beat y'all ass twice as well. Like, hey, hey, stop, calm down, young man, calm down. I promise you going to another team's chat, trying to act tough, don't get you no points and no pussy, bro, I promise you. I promise you it's not getting you nowhere. You can't be mad at forcing Horford to shoot that three. Yeah, that's a fact. John Collins with the Super Chat, thank you for holding down the channel, my brother. I appreciate your support. Very uh, good game. Just sad we couldn't score the comeback uh, that the refs suck booty <laughs> booty juice. That's funny. Uh, these are uh, close games. Uh, did the markets us through? I will leave if he was playing. Would have pulled it out. What, bro? What? These are the... Yeah, bro. You got to retype that one for me, bro. You got to read... My brain hurts now. Literally. My, my brain hurts. Now I need a lobotomy. For trying to read that, bro. I have no idea what you're trying to say. And I don't even, I'm, I'm just being silly. But yeah, retype it so I can make sure I read it. Thank you for supporting the channel too. Uh, we lost because League Pass was acting like a bitch and not letting me watch the game. One of that's from 6266. Jamal, what city are you in today, Jamal? There we go. I meant that those, are the, uh, these are the close games that DeMar gets us past. I believe if he was in the game, he would have won. Thank you for the super chat. And, yeah, I mean, there is something to be said about that, right? Uh, this team did press at times in the fourth quarter. That is when DeMar is kind of the level-headed one. He just goes about his business. So we'll see. Hold on, y'all, real quick. Sorry. 
My bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. Daughter was at the door. Thought I was about to have to shoot a motherfucker. DeMar doesn't get injured. We win this game by like five or six. Uh, I mean, it's a completely different, completely different type of uh, game if DeMar's in the game. So, I mean, I don't know. It's easy just to say, hey, add this. We're good. But it doesn't always go that way. We'll see. Bro, I'm sorry, but Vooch inside game isn't as good as y'all say like it really is. I disagree. It is. He just, it, we don't go to it consistently. And he does have trouble with players with link. But no, DeMar is one of the best post-game players in the NBA. Period. Just he's talking about just raw post moves. No, there's not very many in the NBA better than him. But something to say is what is what are post game moves? I mean, a low post moves really worth nowadays. So is Drummond injured again? Well, he still does have that banged up shoulder. So that has never completely healed. Debo barely got contacted, but uh he somewhat tripped over dude's foot, went to replant his own foot and kind of dragged it like it was dead. Doesn't look to be a major injury, but hoping he's okay. Yeah, somebody said the Casey Johnson said he may play in the next game, so. We'll see. He's probably just a pain threshold thing. Not only did they only have nine offensive rebounds, they only had four uh, second chance points. So can't really blame it on rebounding. It does come down to lack of free throw attempts. I mean, that's a good point. You can't argue with with stats. So I mean, I mean, you can, but uh, still, still get. But they got out rebounded overall. So rebounding definitely still. Uh, mattered in it. Robert Williams says, not on some dick riding shit, but Hayes' person personality makes the post-game show must watch. Well, I appreciate that. I'm just an asshole, but I appreciate that, definitely. Pat is probably the most gifted defender on the team. Why do people say stupid things? So they can get attention on the internet, that's all. Say My Name says, when Debo went down, I was holding my breath. Uh, when I saw Casey Johnson's tweet, he was arguing with the ref, he's okay. Then I left out a, I left out a fart and started laughing. You let out a, wow, okay, well, thank you for that. Uh, you could have left out that little bit um, on the end there, but you know, it is what it is. Some new fans would have been in hell if we beat them without DeRozan. So, of course, refs had to make sure it wasn't going to happen. A lot of, listen, you know, I'm on the referee uh, conspiracy 100%. I'm on that train at 100%. Um, by the way, uh, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We are on our path to 10,000 subscribers. We are a little under 40 away, uh, which is crazy to say. We are 36 subs away. I'm sure if the Bulls would have won today, we would have hit it. He was saying there are close games. DeMar gets us. Yeah, I mean, well, he retyped it now, but yeah, for sure. Uh, Bull says, hey, hey, I love Zach taking over. 20-foot Celtics, 20 free throw Celtics, nine free throws Bulls. Refs, oh my, we need to attack the boards. I like the Bulls defense at the end. Horford made the shot. Keep this energy for Washington. If the Bulls play with this energy, they're going to be cool. They they got this, right? It is what it is. Sometimes you're going to lose some, right? And and this this team did lose it, and that's just what it boils down to. Shay, we're not guaranteed to be out. Casey Johnson tweeted that he may play today. So let's we'll wait and see. Let's see. Uriel says, went on a few scoring drops in the first half. Nonetheless, the team played with some heart tonight. Bulls still competed. Yeah, and that's better than what we've been able to say against much lesser competition than the number one team in the Eastern Conference. So we'll see. Lana says, like and subscribe, y'all. You already know. 40 subs? No, 400? No, it's, it's only 37 subs we need. Yosu. Uh, today, we are unlucky in a lot of in and out, uh, and the Celtics had a lot of lucky bounces. Yeah, you're right. A lot of those sh shots went in. So, I mean, listen, it, it's easy to say, you know, they got lucky, whatever. Both teams shot the ball poorly over the course of the game. Uh, Celtics shot the ball a little bit better down the stretch. We played a little bit better defense down the stretch. We lost this game. And, you know, you can point back to the scoring drought, a couple of scoring droughts. You can pour, uh, point back to the fact that the team wasn't playing with the intensity of the whole four quarters. You can point to them losing DeMar. In the second half of the game, there's a lot of things that we can point it to and blame it on. But at the end of the day, the Bulls just did not get the job done. But, you know, luckily, we play again in two days. Uh, we got the day off tomorrow. We play, in, we play against Washington next. 
And uh, we'll see we'll see what the future holds for the Chicago Bulls. That's it. It's it's uh, it's a long season still left. We still got over half the season left. We're even though we're close to the halfway point. Um, so we'll see. We got Washington, OKC, and Golden State before we get a long break. Go to Paris, play Detroit, and get another long break, and then we come right back to it to back uh, uh back back to back. So we'll see. Bulls go on an insane run, uh, then they shut down. I don't know why they can't play their amazing defense the whole time. I mean, that's just, it's hard to maintain that defensive intensity. When, keep in mind, the Bulls don't have the best one-on-one defenders. We got some solid one-on-one defenders, but we don't. So we have to play a team brand of basketball. When your whole team has to um, exert a bunch of energy, sometimes it's hard to keep up that intensity for for a quarter. So RRBB Link says, I had to subscribe on my other page. Appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. Horace says, loved our effort. That's all I asked. Show heart. Just don't get blown the fuck out. They could have used DeMar as an excuse to pack it in, but instead they fought and made it an interesting. Can't ask for nothing better, period. And we got to see Zach Levine step up and try to put the team on his back. Yeah, the team fell short. That isn't just on him, but it was good to see. It, it was good to see Zach in that position. I'm not going to lie. To see how he responded. And while Zach isn't the most verbal, rah-rah leader, he does try to lead by example and going out there and scoring. And it was good to see Zach step on there. Hey, Hayes, how do you feel about uh, this loss? For some reason, this one doesn't hurt too bad. After the game, doesn't make you on edge or not too concerned. Hopefully, they'll play through, pull through for the Wizards. Yeah, I'm not. This was this this was a game in they showed effort. So, I'm not mad at it. Not mad at this at all. Crystal Hodges, who, what happened? What is going on in the chat? Who done pissed off Crystal? Crystal's usually so positive. Brandon L. Jet, the OG of the chat, says Celtics missed a lot of open threes, too. The basketball gods just work in mysterious ways. Yeah, yeah. Kind of felt like we barely got any fouls. Yeah, we did not get nearly the foul calls that they were getting. I was hoping the Bulls won this uh, game for DeMar, but hey, they went out with a fight. Yeah, it would have been nice for them to win it without DeMar, but, you know, it is what it is. Who was in Paris? No one right now, um, but the Bulls played Detroit in Paris January 19th, so... After we have we play the Warriors January 15th, and then we have a long break. We travel to Paris. Uh, we face the Pistons, and then we have four days off after that game, too. And we come back, and then we got a double-double, double-double, uh, a back-to-back right after that. Richard Crook in the building says, hey, it's your comments, man. But good effort. Uh, Bulls, we back. I mean, listen, we, we on our way back. We can't say we back yet. It feels good. It's good to see this team play with the heart that they've been playing with. But I, this team got a string. It got it. Got to be more, a little bit more consistent. Oh, you stupid! Yeah, NBA don't like Chicago. Fuck them too. Jesus, come on, y'all going fast in the chat. Hey, is you a fan of the, having them play regular season game out in Paris? I mean, it doesn't make me any difference. I'm gonna watch the game regardless. I mean, with, to grow the game, you got to do stuff like that. Um, so you know, the fact that the Bulls were chosen to go out there and be the exhibition for those teams out in Europe that don't get to watch a lot of uh, NBA games in person. What I guarantee what we're going to do that game, especially if we win it, we're going to be, so we're gonna make somebody overseas, over in Paris, a lifelong Bulls fan. Just watch. So, yeah, I think that that's great for the game overall. It sucks, but I am glad they built in four days of travel on either side of that game. So, you know, y'all just saw a comment saying Levine is the next Brian Scalabrini. Sorry for the allocation. Context comment. I just found it funny. Yeah, idiots say anything. Like you, you would see some crazy stuff in comment sections, man. People just say crazy shit. No, they will not start drumming and Vooch together. So if anything, that means we're gonna. It's probably gonna be if Javante isn't healthy, it'll probably be Derek Jones Jr. Or they may go back to the two point guard lineup. Have Io, Caruso, Levine, P. Will, Vooch. 
But either way, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be Drummond. Drummond isn't gonna start next to Vooch. No, I got it. Once I got it, I'm trying to stop saying that word here on live. So that's why I just snickered once I saw oh who in Paris. But that even wouldn't be who. Like that's not who is one person. Jacob says also using Vooch more is key. I agree. I think there's a chance we get to the fifth seed. I mean, listen, the Bulls would have to go on a great run to get there. I know there's not a lot of separation between the teams in the East, but we'd have to have a nice pace from here to the end of the season to get there. I'm not saying it's impossible, unlikely, but not impossible. So we'll see. This Bulls team, hey, listen, the way they're playing, they're playing with a lot of heart now. You know heart can take you far. How long is the Rose now for? We won't know for probably till tomorrow afternoon at, at the earliest. Um, so we won't know for for a little minute there. Do you think the Bulls make a trade? Um, no, a major one, no. Um, and the likelihood of a trade in general is, is looking less and less likely. Unless, now, if DeMar is going to miss some considerable time, that may change some things, right? Because you may then move something to get a Jared Vanderbilt in here while he's gone. But I don't think, I don't think the Bulls are going to make anything substantial at all. Crystal, what are you what are you talking about? Wait, first experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to twenty five thousand dollars, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. She was going off, then it seemed normal. Now she's pushing booty in the chat. What y'all doing? Kobe was missing threes. Yeah, Kobe's always missing threes. <laughs> That's yeah, Kobe misses a lot of threes, especially this season. It's fucked up how many clutch games we lost. Uh, we have been could have been at the top right now if we played last year in the clutch. I mean, listen, they, they, but don't forget, there was some issues going on with referees at times. But yeah, I mean, had the Bulls, if the Bulls play better against the lower competition, look at just that. The games that they lost against teams that were that are much worse than they are, you just win those games. We're probably like three games over 500 right now. You add in the games with the bad calls at the end of Cleveland, any like the sky's the limit. Zach almost looked like uh, that Hornets game again down the stretch. Zach's a volume uh, shooter. He just needs to shoot more and more, and he'll get going. I really liked our effort. Win some, lose some. We got next one. Yeah, I mean, at the end, of, like I said, it, it, this is a game that yeah, it's weird to call. It's weird to talk about afterwards, but it. Yeah, we lost the game, and it sucks. And we didn't play well the full game. We didn't play with the defensive intensity that we need to usually play. We gave up uh, offensive rebounds, even though not as many as it feels like we gave up. But the Bulls just didn't execute a full four quarters, and then we lost one of our best players. And Zach, I mean, hats off to him in his heart because he definitely tried. It just wasn't enough. We fell short, and you fall short sometimes. So we'll see how this team bounces back. We'll see how they rebound. Uh, We'll see what they do tomorrow. Um, not tomorrow, but Wednesday um, against the Washington Wizards, and you know, we'll rock it out that way. Zach Levine, Kobe less aerodynamic with his jump shot since he brought the fro back. That's not true. I think he's been playing better since he brought it back, but it is what it is. Who are some realistic people that can be traded on our team? I mean, re- Vooch isn't outside the realm of possibility. I just don't think a deal gets done because he's expiring. 
Like I said before, Javante, definitely a candidate considering, again, he's an unrestricted free agent at the offseason. The Bulls probably aren't going to be able to afford to bring him back what he's probably going to get offered out in the open market. So there are a couple for that. Tony Bradley isn't really a trade candidate unless he's thrown into something. And then the Portland first-round pick. So, I mean, and, and, you know, even though I'll say this, Derek Jones Jr., with the way that he's played at times, there could be a team interested in him considering his contract is nothing. Need to see Levine more off screens, just not pick and roll, pick and pop situations. He can get better looks more consistently if we ran plays like that for him. Oh, absolutely. If we ran plays like for him that um, the Detroit Pistons used to run for Rip Hamilton, oh, Zach is averaging 28 points per game easy. But, you know, we don't always, we like I always say, we have to play offense in such a specific way, having a player like DeMar out there who, you know, just primarily gets his points as basically a low post score. It kind of it kind of closes off some of that spacing, right? Uh, Abdo Levi says, "Hey, new subscriber, I wonder what this team can do with Lonzo and another defensive addition at the deadline." I mean, yeah, anything's possible. Lonzo isn't coming back this season, and if he does, do not expect him to make a big impact right away. You've been out of basketball for a year, getting your timing, those things back, they take some time. Um, so we'll see what the Bulls do do at the deadline. What position do you think P. Will should play? I think he, he's small forward, but playing power forward seems to kill the, the Bulls rebounding. No, keep in mind, no, it's not playing him at power forward. No matter who you put in the power forward, on this team, they're not going to get a lot of a lot of rebounds by look at you got to look at the nature of how they use Patrick Williams. He's usually guarding a perimeter player. And then on the offensive end, they usually keep him out on the perimeter near that three-point line. Sometimes he cuts and stuff like that. So, no, no power forward that you add in on this roster with the way that they have to run offense because DeMar DeRozan needs that space is going to get a lot of get a lot of rebounds. So it's not because of – Patrick Williams can be a fine power forward in this league. If we had a more traditional lineup and a lineup that was more switchable um, and that had more versatility scoring-wise, you see a completely different Patrick Williams. I guarantee it. Brandon L. Jett in the building says, tough loss, but we got to bounce back. Listen, we got Washington coming up. Another revenge game for us. Let's get that W. Let's get that dub. With DeMar gone momentarily, does that mean the return of Sweet Life of Zach and Kobe? I love to keep Alex and Drogic on the bench considering they keep the young guys calm. Plus, I like Froby. Uh, I, I think it would be Alex Caruso over Kobe personally, just to add some more defense on there. But we've seen Billy Donovan is hesitant to start Kobe. So, it could be. Spacing looked bad out there today. Yeah, it, looked, it definitely looked a little bit weird. Ricky says, I wish we played more of a Zoom offense and i know he said it like that he put that emphasis on it we talk about going to vooch in the paint but he is performing solidly in the mid-range in the pick and pop uh this that is also an avenue to explore still provides some spacing thought haze well it's difficult with demar out there because demar's usually in those areas as well but pick and pop and pick and roll are still both considered post scoring in a way because you still have to have somebody cutting um so i mean yeah he's definitely Solid in as the role man or as the pass man or as the or pop. So he can do a lot of it. Good game in general, but have not been a fan of Crusoe. Do you think he's a trade piece? Also love the channel, by the way. Regards from Mexico. That's from Master. I appreciate that. But here's what I'll say. Um, Caruso was never meant to be a shooter. He's never been a volume shooter. Uh, he's never been an overly efficient shooter. Caruso's been right along with what his career uh stats would say that he that he's going to be. Um 
I like Caruso. I like the energy he brings defensively. I think you need better shooters around him. But I'm to say that do I think he's a trade piece? I think he could be because I think a lot of championship teams would be interested in Caruso. But as this team is improving and as I think they're they're more so trying to add and keep this team together and get to the playoffs and show the heart that this team can play with, I don't think it's likely that they're going to move him. I think the best example of what Hayes uh, preaches on rebounding is Drummond. We have the undoubted best rebounder of this generation, and yet we suck on boards all about how we run this team. And yeah, but Billy Donovan is also not using him a lot because of that shoulder injury. At least that's what it seems like and speculated that it is, is because of the shoulder injury that is still bothering him some. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, it's it's a long season, and as I always say too, after the season starts, you can never be 100% all healthy again. There's always going to be some dings and stuff like that. So, the kid, that's because Patrick Williams is taller and has a longer wingspan than almost 14 of the starting power forwards in the NBA. You know what that means? He's bigger than most power forwards. He can absolutely be a power forward. The only reason people keep looking at him as a small forward because that's what he started his career as. Patrick Williams can absolutely play power forward in this league. You have to look at how he's used in the scheme to where you're saying he, he's not getting rebounds and things like that. He's not in position to. That's not how Billy Donovan is running this team. If if he ran, if we had a three in DeMar DeRozan that could be out on the perimeter more, you see Patrick Williams in the low post more, and you'll see some of those things that you, that you want. Patrick Williams, according to advanced metrics, is actually one of the best at defending the rim when he's in position to. He actually is in the 96th percentile amongst league his rebounding rate when he's in position for a rebound is in the 91st percentile uh, the last time I checked it meaning when he's in position and used in the proper position to be in a rebound he usually gets the rebound Patrick Williams absolutely can be a power forward in the NBA he's not just a small forward he can play small forward he can do both that's all I'm saying I just broke it down real quick off the top of my head um, if we don't make the playoffs, do you see the Bulls firing Billy? No, Billy Donovan is not going to be fired. No, this, this franchise is not firing somebody with at three, if not four years left on their contract because you still got to pay coaches after you fire him. It's not happening. Uh, so jealous of Boston's offense, man. Jalen Brown had a very inefficient first half, and they still were in control. Uh, but we needed be, but when needed be, I really can't wait to see our true complete brand of basketball. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's easy to say the best version of us, but how often do you usually get the absolute best version of a team, right? We know we can play better than what we did today. We know that. We know we can kick in the defensive intensity stronger than what we've done, what we did today and saw at points of the game. We know this. We know we can also execute better on the offensive side of the ball. This just was not the Bulls' night. Both teams kind of look sloppy for most night on offense. Boston just hit more shots than us. They executed better than us on defense. Do you think the Bulls would be able to win a chip before I grow old, die? Yes, I would hope so. Because if they don't, that's a rough life. That's a rough life. Yes, he can be aggressive offensively at the four. The problem isn't can he is he needs to learn to be aggressive either way. Uh, Yo, Hayes, when is it time to say Caruso ain't it no more? His defense has regressed, in my opinion. Uh, his defense has and not not in my opinion. And it's not to say my opinion holds more weight than yours because your opinion is very valid. But to me, Caruso's given that Caruso was never a lockdown defender. Caruso is a disruptor. There are different ty types of defender. Zoe is a lockdown defender. And that's not to say one is better than the other, but it's just very different. Zoe is a lockdown defender. He puts the clamps on people. Caruso can look to, like he's doing that at times, but he's more of a disruptor. He's more of a, I'm all over the place. You're not going to know. I'm going to play tough on you. I may push the ball out as you as you try to uh, back me down and stuff like that, but he's not a lockdown defender. So I, to me, it's all the same. It's what it has been. Um, it does seem like at times maybe he's 
not going all out so he doesn't hurt himself. But other than that, to me, Caruso's been everything that I expect him to be. Um, the Bull says, do you believe Billy Donovan is running the right type of offense for this team? I've talked about that. No. I think at times we do see it, but I think generally just day in, day, every day, no, I don't think it is. I, I don't think he does, but that's my opinion. I'm not a coach. Um, Hayes DeRozan said his squad's been bothering him for eight games now. He's been playing through. It doesn't surprise me at all. I, people don't surprise me at all. So um, it, like, it's DeMar. He doesn't miss a lot of games. So, you know, you may have to force him to sit down. People don't think P. Will, but wanted Jared Vanderbilt on this team for more size, LOL. They're practically the same height, and P. Will weighs more. Exactly, right? As somebody said earlier, like, they want to see Jared Vanderbilt play play small ball centers. Like, come on, man. No, I consider the position by – because defense, that's null and void at this point. In a league that you switch, that ideally everybody wants people who can guard any position, Patrick Williams can guard a lot of different positions. So if you try to def- define him but by what he can guard – no, because he can guard at least three, if not four positions in the NBA. And when it's all said and done, he may be able to, no, he, he's never going to have the, the lateral quickness to guard a lot of point uh, quick point guards. But to, who knows what's the sky to limit for him. And same thing with offense. On offense, he can play either the three or the four. It depends on what the makeup of that offense is. No, again, it's not. And this is why people have to break things down, not going into what their own preconceived notions are. If you look at the way that the scheme is ran, meaning where he's supposed to be by the offense that they're running, that's not his fault. That's not his fault. Because, again, even when you're guarding, you don't always see things behind. Now, you should box out. But you still, even if you box out, you can leave your man, and then your man can go a different way. So you still need to stick and kind of watch what your man is doing even when you try to box out. If you're on the perimeter, it's not just about crashing to the, to the ball. No, that's not that's not the way basketball works. It's just not. I believe Pat can play the four, but it's uh, early, especially when he only played one full season and missed most of the season. Yeah, I mean, you look at his physicality, he can do a lot. So, you know, we'll, we'll see the way that it rounds out over the course of his career, but especially as lateral quickness is one of his issues, as his game goes on, and especially if he balks up anymore, going to want a problem seeing guarding more fours in, in the long run. Vanderbilt is also in position because they use him. If you look at the look at the way, this is what I always say. Go and look at plays. Just pick pick the Utah Jazz. That's what we're having. And look at where, where Jared Vanderbilt is when he's in the game per the scheme. And then look at where Patrick look at where Patrick Williams is. Patrick Williams plays more like a three. You know why? That's because that's where Billy Donovan has him positioned on the court. But Patrick Williams can absolutely be a four in this league. Didn't it look bad? The injury to DeMar, it, it honestly didn't look that bad to me. Now, where it got concerning for me is the fact that it was non-contact. Anytime there's a non-contact injury, it makes me grip my teeth because that's usually when stuff is stuff is real bad. Tim Brazil says, tough loss tonight. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to lose some. It was a non-contact injury. KC Johnson said that DeMar, that DeMar said it was bothering him for the past eight games, but it's nothing serious. He may play against Washington, but we aren't sure yet. Um, and you know what? That says a lot about DeMar, too, because keep in mind, how many times over the last game have we been like, DeMar was 4-13, DeMar was this, DeMar was passing more, you know, and I think it says a lot about this team wanting to get out of this slump that they were in as well, the fact that he was playing through an injury like that. Brendan Jet says, enough with these with this P-Will debate, damn, that's funny. Pablo Mata says, people think to be a four, every player has to be Giannis size, like, no, bro, P-Will is easily a four, exactly, like, it's just... It's just different, right? Different times. And traditionally, I can understand where they're coming from. 
Sean in the building says, uh, yo, just tune in. I appreciate the effort in the fourth, though. Unfortunate that Debo got injured, though. Well, seems like it's not anything serious. Seems like he's actually been dealing with this for the past eight games, according to people said that he said in the post game. So we'll see. It's really fucking simple. Patrick lives on the perimeter on offense and defense. Nobody's going to get rebounds playing like that. <laughs> That's how you know Ricky's frustrated. That's actually him being kind of kind of contained. What do you make of the early report, Casey Johnson and Darnell Mooney? That seems to be a split because some people want Ricky. Bro, I've talked about this. Listen, it's always been more made more sense for this team not to blow a complete up. I don't know what people were expecting. Really don't know. I usually don't read the chat, but a lot of people really don't understand basketball every time. Every time. Hayes, I got my jacket signed by Zach and Oh, look at that's awesome. Cisco, that is all that. I'm jealous, bro. I'm I'm definitely jealous. Uh, did you give your takes on the speculation the Bulls will stay quiet at the deadline? A little bit. A little bit. Stay tuned for tomorrow's video. Uh truthfully wasn't non-contact scene. He tripped over Harden's foot. Once I seen the replay, I could breathe again. <laughs> Hayes be telling y'all for months don't get hyped for the trade deadline I have I literally been telling people this all the time right and it's funny to always see people like I know one of the users like Reggie's retarded ass like literally was like oh well that doesn't make any sense oh just wait to the trade like shut up bro like it don't it, like it's not happening I love people and hope he starts to be more aggressive de- dis- decent shooting uh, from this game from him but I love to see him poster people and drive more like, I would love that Love that. <laughs> Should be having me tight reading dumb shit. It's crazy. Now, for real, that's why I wanted Hayes to respond to people that are already disappointed. That's uh listen. I know people had their hopes and dreams wrapped up in the Bulls making a big trade or blowing it all up, but it's just like, come on, man. It was never gonna happen. Not this season. Now, if this team does, if this team, if they don't make a major trade and this team misses the playoffs, misses the play-in by chance, oh, heads may roll then. But it wasn't coming for sure. Hayes, would you consider doing live shows on days there isn't games? Probably not. I mean, not regularly. I do the things like the the call-in shows randomly um, on weekends and stuff sometimes. But no, for me, it's unless I'm not home in the studio, if I'm traveling or something, I don't do it live because, uh, I mean, I guess I just don't. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it, live wasn't always my thing, so. Bulls getting uh, Gary Trent Jr. I just want to start the new rumor like Jeremy Grant. That's funny. Last year, those Jeremy Grant people got on my nerves, bro. Those were the worst, most insatiable people in the world, man. But uh, why wouldn't we make a trade? And shouldn't we expect one of the the first place isn't clear we need a power forward? No, 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 you shouldn't. Because if you know this team and you pay attention to this front office, right, not to say that they won't make maybe make a minor move for a power four, depending on one comes available. They may wait to the buyout market. Um, but this team isn't gonna make a major trade. That's what that's more so what we're talking about. Um, they're not gonna make a major trade. It's just not happening. This team isn't making a major trade. <laughs> they need to shut your ass up emotion for the chat. That's funny. No games mean a good break uh for us content creators. That's funny. No, I mean, I'm daily, so I post daily anyway, but yeah. I caused an uproar with the P-Will question, P-Will hot button topic. Understand that's why I'm not Billy D believer. I don't like uh, the way Billy uses him. Yeah, it's a lot of it. There's a lot of that for a lot of players on this team. If we ever blew it up, watch ESPN call us the best team to blow it up like they ain't turned back on us as soon as Zoe went out. That's a fact. Uh, if we don't make a trade, I'm going to be pissed, man. We'll just be. You might as well be pissed. Get it out of your system already because it's not happening. 
Pablo, that's is is far off. The Bulls are not adding any more guards to this league, bro. This is a team that people complain about playing small. You want to add another guard? Jonathan V says, I'm not upset with the loss. No DeMar early in the third. Bulls match up well against the Celtics, and Zach Levine continues to get better. Completely agree. Completely agree with that. Little Squad says, this team should get someone in the buyout. Well, the thing, I haven't really heard any major rumors of anybody being bought out, but then again, they could wait to, why why have that leak if you can wait till closer to the trade deadline to see if you can move that asset, right? So that may be why we haven't heard much, but there just has not been much said um, as far as like buyout rumors so far. So bring back Alfonso McKinney. Come on now, Ricky. Come on, man. I just thought of this Bulls move. Uh, if the Bulls move on from DeRozan, do you think Andrew Wiggins would be a good fit if Golden State would be? They're not. They, I doubt they'll give they'll give him up. Considering it seems like they're investing in their younger players, right? That that it seems like Golden State Warriors understand that there's a transition in place. That it may not be next year, it may not be the season after, but soon it's going to be a transition from Steph, Dre, and Clay to Jordan Poole, Wiggins. Hopefully Wiseman if he develops. So I don't think they're going to be looking to trade uh, uh, Andrew Wiggins for a 34-year-old DeMar DeRozan. I just I don't think so because it does seem like they're embracing and developing those young pieces that they have down there for the future. But I could be wrong on that. Nick Tolliver says Golden State will trade Clay or Dre before any young talent. Agreed. I, I agree. So like it's I, I just don't see them trading the young talent right now considering you're going to have young talent with championship experience and not to say that they are going to be like Jordan Poole and Wiggins are going to lead that next team to the finals, but that's a good transition piece. And then as you look for your next franchise player, if you don't have it or whatever, you have those pieces in place. So I don't I don't foresee them trading any young pieces anytime soon. Uh, what's going on with Javante Green? Do you think his energy? Oh, he's hurt. But yeah, I think his energy sorely missed, hugely missed. I tell you what, the Suns, I doubt the Bulls have any assets to really trade for any of the Suns players. Like, the Suns are going to be looking for picks, and the Bulls just can't afford to give up a lot of future picks. Um, I don't even think the Portland pick is going to be enough to get that stuff done. I don't expect the Bulls to make a trade, but I think the Bulls should look at the bio market for sure. Maybe see a guy like Eric Gordon or Mabel Daniel Tice is available uh, for size and shooting. Could be. There's uh, Shea said something about a rumor uh, about Thad Young getting bought. I haven't seen that, but, you know, I don't read everything. So, I mean, there definitely could be. Uh, Biomarker didn't work too well for us last season, but you never know. But all right, so I'm going get, to get ready to wrap this up so we can go knock out Locked on Bulls and I can be done with my night earlier than normal. Thank you so much for being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. If you guys aren't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We are now... As it refreshes, I want to get. We are now 34 away from the uh, our 10K mark. So listen, if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Let's get to 10K so we can do this giveaway. But other than that, thank you so much for tuning in and being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for our weekend mailbag episodes. Number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. Like I liked in every episode on Go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.